there's plenty of content that I will look at on YouTube and be like, don't really like that, but all right, fair enough. But I don't go out of my way again to be like, oh, this is an outrage. I can't believe what they are doing. Like, do you know what? Make the content that you want to make. And if I don't want to watch it, then that's up to me. If I had the power to take down all of these videos, do you think that my search on YouTube would be filled with so much lies, toxicity, people morphing my face, doing all of these things? If I had the power to take down all of this, why is it still there? Let me get this straight. You're saying that if you had the power, you would take down every video that criticizes you. But I thought we should just be able to make whatever content we like and you would just choose not to watch it if you don't like it. That seems to be like something any reasonable adult would say. For those of you who don't know, this is Susie Liu, a YouTuber who is famous for crying and making reaction videos to full, uncut clips of anime. She has revived a dead trend, which is to profit off of content that isn't hers by putting it in a small window on the corner of her screen and making faces to it. One, two, three, four. Hey, I'm coming too! Hold on a sec! Or, it's more commonly known as blatant copyright infringement. Back in 2016, YouTubers who made actual content had a big problem with this because reaction channels would upload like six videos a day of other people's content, sit on camera doing nothing but sniffling every few minutes, gain hundreds of thousands to millions of subscribers in a very short time period, and then make huge profits off of other people's work. Susie Liu is just the latest person doing that. And what happens when women like her are wrong and people call them out for doing so? Well, they will do anything to shut the person up who's exposing them. So let's watch Susie Liu, a 30-year-old YouTuber, show her maturity by doing her best to shut down every channel that does something that she doesn't like. So what the heck happened? Well, it basically goes all the way back to March 2019, I would say. So this is when it kind of all like kicked off. This is when it started. Basically, back then, I came across a creator that I was really unhappy with how he had used my video. Like, it wasn't a video that was criticizing me in any way. He took my Let's Play to then put at the start of his Let's Play, but only to make me look stupid. And that was why I issued a strike, because I wanted it taken down. The channel she put a false DMCA claim on was Mark After Dark. All he did was put a 26-second clip of her crying to The Last Guardian VR on one of his videos in March of 2019. And Susie Liu, who has a channel where 8 of her top 10 videos are of her crying, was offended when someone made a clip of her crying. In a strong burst of irony, she claimed that Mark After Dark was stealing her content for views. Allow me to give you some perspective on how much of a boost Susie Liu could give Mark's audience. Her views on The Last Guardian, after three and a half years of being posted, average about 7,000 views per video. The video he clipped currently has 81,000 views on it. Let me just say that 81,000 views is not that many. Even if he re-uploaded the full video on his channel and claimed that the video was his, 81,000 views is not going to make or break his career. Keep in mind that this happened over a year ago, and the 81,000 views is after all the attention brought to her channel because of the drama. Based on what her other videos get, I'm guessing that this very popular video of hers 
had less than 20,000 views on it when it was first clipped, even though she had over 100,000 subscribers for two years by then. A lot of channels will make one or two videos that are big hits and never figure out how to repeat that success. They may have 100,000 subscribers, but they will only get a few thousand views per video. Suzy Liu is one of those YouTubers. Well, until she began uploading pirated anime to her channel six months ago. So basically, the reactions, they done amazing. Like, they've done the best I've ever seen. I mean, it was a crazy couple of months. But over the course of that, people were still attacking me for the content I was doing. I don't know if it was out of jealousy. There was a lot of views that were coming into the channel and people were just seriously unhappy with it. They were basically trying to white knight the anime companies or whatever. And it was just a little bit weird. They aren't jealous of your talents. They're criticizing you because you upload full episodes of anime and you're profiting off of other people's work without their permission. It's odd that she can't see the irony in copy-striking Mark After Dark when her entire channel from the start has been based on using copyrighted content. And she's making quite a bit of money on this. Not only is she fully monetized on YouTube, I mean, that's ridiculous enough. You can't even say the word shit on YouTube without getting demonetized, yet it's perfectly fine for Susie Lou to make money on stolen content. Sure, let her run ads on her channel. Better yet, how about we put her in the 2019 YouTube Rewind? Seriously, I thought that was a joke when I first heard about that. So not only is she fully monetized on YouTube, but she has a Patreon account where for $5 a month, you can watch her content unedited. There's only one tier, so it's really simple math to figure out how much money she makes. When people began to point that out, she hit her number of patrons, but allegedly she had close to 2,000 which means she is likely making over $10,000 a month just on Patreon. I mean, geez, guys, for $2 more a month, you can get Crunchyroll and have access to every show she reacts to in full screen. We aren't done, though, because obviously anime companies aren't happy about her stealing their stuff. After many strikes from TV Tokyo for uploading Naruto videos, she made her own website where she runs ads on other people's content. By the way, you aren't allowed to use her website if you have an ad blocker on. YouTube's okay with this? Just so you guys can get a feel for some of this stuff, allow me to give you some more examples of her reactions. A little warning though, I don't want to get sued, so I will be covering up the little box with the pirated content in it. I think he's as strong as All Might. Ah, Froggy, no! Go beyond! Why are you guys so jealous? You're literally jealous because he's a badass and you suck! Wow, she's like that annoying friend who talks over every movie that you try to watch. Keep in mind, I edited out minutes of her saying nothing just to show you these small clips. After watching a ton of her content, I really believe that she is so conceited that she thinks people watch her videos because she is a great content producer who is adding value to the videos she pirates. If people were here to see her and her amazing personality, and not just to have a convenient way to pirate anime, then they would have responded to her Let's Play videos that she had been making six years prior. But they didn't, because she pretty much reacts to video games like she does to anime. Just sits there and says nothing the whole time, like the Twitch girls do. You would think that during her seven years of work on YouTube, she would watch what the successful channels are doing, and just copy them. It seems to me that just about anybody could figure that out. 
I watched a number of successful Let's Play channels over the years, and none of them just sit there and stare at the screen like Susie does. And for some reason, YouTube protects her, so she gets away with the piracy. On December 27, 2019, her channel was completely taken down due to 16 copyright complaints and a live stream where she reacted to a full episode of Naruto. She contacted her partner at YouTube, and a few days later, her channel was reinstated despite more than 17 counts of blatant copyright infringement. I think this clip will shed some more light on how she was able to accomplish that. My partner manager and then all the people that work with him, were they're supposed to be on holiday until next week. All the people that work with him. I think we have our answer here. My guess is that she knows a guy at YouTube who likes her, and he is white knighting for her to get her to like him. Maybe he hopes that she will break up with her boyfriend. Why else would any guy do this? Shifting gears a little bit, recently Susie has been making efforts to hide her online activity. She deleted her Twitter account where she was harassing people, she removed ratings on her channel, and she's turning off the comments on her controversial videos. Also, because her fans have a habit of harassing YouTubers who criticize her, people said that she deleted her Discord server as well. She claimed that she didn't, but then refused to give out the link. I, as well as many others, think that she is using her Discord to coordinate mass flaggings on people who criticize her channel. Because seemingly every single video that exposes her illegal activity gets reported for harassment, even if there's no harassment in the video. I get it. We're indoors. It's boring. I get it. Like, I have been going out of my mind as well with absolute boredom, but I don't use that as an excuse to start a witch hunt against someone. Can't relate. There's no way one person could do that by themselves. Some people have even gotten flat-out threats. Take a look at this one sent to a YouTuber who goes by Vera Dark. It basically tells her to delete her video criticizing Susie or else. I'm trying to be like a light in some dark times. Now, we cannot say for sure that she is coordinating her fans to attack people who are exposing her, but what we can say is that she certainly knows it's going on and she's doing nothing to stop it. A simple public statement of, hey guys, please don't attack people who make videos about me, would work. I mean, I'll say to my viewers, to anyone who watches my channel, please do not harass Susie Liu or anyone else I make videos about. See how simple that was? But basically this entire video of her responding to the criticism encourages people to flag content that she doesn't like. And we know she has a long history of attacking critics herself. Here are some more examples. She showed some of her flag history during an online discussion and she had flagged several videos from GG Reloaded that criticized her. One of them being this video which showed several incidents of her doing the exact same thing that she issued the copyright strike for on Mark After Dark. A different YouTuber, who goes by Tipster News, had a conversation about fair use with a lawyer, Ian Corzine, who is most well known for his COPPA videos, where they discussed the copyright strike that she gave Mark After Dark. Would you say that that clip is uh, fair use? Yeah, of course that clip is fair use. She got that video flagged for harassment and temporarily removed. Our last case is from a YouTuber named John Swan. He made a video where he said, I analyzed the size of Susie's forehead. Even though he didn't make any judgment whether the size of the forehead was good or bad, his video was removed for harassment. Eventually, he re-uploaded the video without the forehead reference. But really, even if he made some sort of negative judgment about Susie's forehead, is that what YouTube has come to? If you make comments about someone's forehead in three different videos, you can have your entire channel banned and lose years worth of work. What innocent victim is this protecting? Because currently, 
It's protecting a criminal. This whole forehead thing is ridiculous. I understand if you gave someone a death threat or perhaps encouraged your followers to harass other content creators, but you can literally get your channel deleted on YouTube now for playground insults. Unless, of course, you are a part of the protected class who can get away with anything. Because as you might have guessed it, Susie verbally harasses people who don't like her all the time. Every time he'd done a video on me, it was pretty disgusting. You know, there was a lot of personal insults. What kind of insecure person does that? People are believing everything. They are blind little sheep. Or maybe I'm just mistaken about Susie's personality because I have been assured that our Saint Susie has the smallest ego in the world by her boyfriend. He said it, so it must be true. Susie Lou has an ego, okay? I beg to differ, knowing her better than, you know, pretty much anyone. But I can tell you from my own experience living with a woman that she has one of the smallest egos that I have ever known. Wow, you must live around a lot of narcissists then. Or maybe it's just because her boyfriend Stigo releases the exact same pirated content for money like she does. Personally, I can't wait until a big company like TV Tokyo sues the shit out of her for the hundreds of counts of copyright infringement on YouTube, her website, and Patreon. The only reason that she has to do any of this is because she doesn't know how to create good content. She has lived for 30 years, has been on YouTube for seven, and has been completely unable to develop an entertaining personality. This is how lying all the time and being immune to criticism will damage you. She is so unwilling to look at herself critically that the only way she can find to make money is to become a criminal. In multiple videos, she mentions that she has no friends and stays at home all the time. That's not because you're an introvert or because you're special. It's because no one wants to be around you. And I don't blame them. Look at how you treat your peers on YouTube. Look at how the YouTube community has responded to your behavior. None of your peers in the YouTube community like you. And if you just listened to their criticism for 10 seconds, then none of this would have happened and you wouldn't be at risk of being liable for hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. How do you keep your hair so lovely? Aww. My hair takes me a long time every single day to do. It takes me about two hours every single day to do my hair. I mean, look at that. Two hours a day. If you had spent half of that time developing your creator personality, then you wouldn't have to go through any of this stress. But with that said, that will be enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Subscribestar, or Patreon. All of those links are in the description or on my channel page. Last, don't forget to check me out on BitChute and Facebook. You can also find those in the description or on my channel page. Otherwise, see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.